The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. A group of Western New Yorkers are looking to empower citizens, giving local residents the tools they need to deal with the aftermath when their car is the target of thieves. WBEN's Max Ferry has more from one woman who's trying to turn her misfortune into good. As car thefts continue to be a prevalent issue in the city of Buffalo and surrounding areas, especially thefts that have derived as a result of the Kia challenge, community activists are holding an informational call-to-action meeting that will provide car theft victims with useful data and resources and educate the community on what could result if solutions aren't implemented. Event organizer Paula Andrea says what originally started as a Facebook page for people to share and increase awareness to the car thefts in the area have now resulted in a collection of data shared testimony and growing concerns that she believes must be addressed. To share the information, research and resources that we have discovered that we believe could help to not only address the problem or the situation with the increase of stolen vehicles, but the much larger deep-rooted issues associated with that. And so we want solutions. We don't want to keep throwing money at the problem. We want to address solutions to helping things and communities and families. Andrea points out that Western New York is one of the leading regions facing this car theft increase problem, and the community wants answers as to why that is. According to reports, there have been nearly 1,500 Kias and Hyundai cars stolen in the city of Buffalo between January and June of 2023. The organizers are calling out our elected officials like Governor Kathy Hochul and Mayor Byron Brown to hopefully address solutions that go beyond suing the car manufacturers. We want to know what the plan is, first of all, and also we want to be part of the plan. This meeting, it's not about us having any answers. It's about we all need to come to the table to come up with the solutions in order to address this. It is not about pointing fingers. It is not about placing blame. The meeting is at 4 p.m. this Saturday, August 22nd at the Frank Merriweather Library in the city of Buffalo. You can find more details at WBEN.com. This is Max Ferry for WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. Uh, A lot of people interested in checking that out. Well, colleges across western New York getting set to welcome students for another school year. WBEN's Tom Puckett has more on what they can expect when they get here. At Niagara University, Chris Sheffield says he is excited to bring more students back to campus. A higher than expected level of student interest and engagement uh, getting back to a very traditional uh, college uh, experience. At UB, Chris Haggerty says most COVID era requirements are gone. We're not requiring vaccines for students uh, unless they're in a health-related uh, major. No m- longer requiring masks for faculty, staff, or our visitors uh, at either indoor or outdoor events. Um, and certainly, you know, if, if uh, folks are exposed to the virus or they're testing positive, we're, we're asking them to follow the CDC's uh, precautions. Buffalo State University's Tim Gordon says he's expecting more students on campus this year. He has the technology adjustment from COVID remains. We continue to provide a great amount of flexibility for our students. So uh, there's certainly been some ways that we continue to engage them with um, some different technologies in those uh, pieces. But for the most part, we are focused on having our students have a great in-person, on-campus experience. Hear more online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Tom, thank you. 
44 migrants who were housed at Buffalo State under an agreement with Jericho Road have moved out of housing there. Yesterday, Buffalo State Interim President Bonita Durand said Jericho Road has identified new housing for those migrants. In a statement, Durand said, We are proud to collaborate with and support an organization that shares in our mission of service and commitment to equity, diversity, and inclusion. Dr. Myron Glick, CEO and founder of Jericho Road Community Health Center, said through a statement the other day the decision was influenced by prejudice in the Buffalo community against asylum seekers. Dr. Glick will be joining us live at 7.20 this morning. 5.06 on WBEN. President Biden on Maui Monday to support those impacted by the deadly wildfire. And it came as Hawaiian officials say it's time for visitors to return to the island. At least 115 people have died. Maui survives on tourism dollars, and the island suffered badly during the pandemic. Now there is concern some may not survive another economic hit. Standing next to President Biden on burned, iconic Front Street in Lahaina, Governor Josh Green saying West Maui will not be available for tourists for a while, but the rest of Maui is now open to accept visitors. All of the other areas of Maui, friends, and the rest of Hawaii are safe. They're open. They're available. During his visit, President Biden promised the federal government is dedicated to long-term support for Maui. Alex Stone, EBC News. The We have new details about when former President Trump will surrender to authorities in Georgia with the election interference case. In Atlanta, attorneys for former President Donald Trump striking a deal with the Fulton County prosecutor to surrender at the county jail Thursday for fingerprinting and his mugshot photo. The agreement calls for Trump to be released on $200,000 bond and with clear-cut conditions. Trump can make no direct or indirect threat towards any potential witnesses, including his 18 alleged co-conspirators. That's Justin Finch in Washington. All right, uh, this will make your spine tingle. It wasn't just two pythons that were discovered at a car wash at Delta Sonic on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Amherst recently. Turns out five ball pythons have been found near that Delta Sonic uh, since late July, that according to the Buffalo News. The SPCA serving Erie County has been investigating the cases. No one knows for sure yet why they turned up there. The first two found were deceased when they were discovered on a path just close to that car wash. The third one in the care of a person who found it, the SPCA, caring for the most recent two that were discovered. Gina Latuka, you hear quite frequently here, says the snakes most likely were pets. The owner may have become tired of caring for them, but nobody knows for sure. Abandoning a pet can lead to animal cruelty charges. That's that's wild to hear that there have been five. Yeah, well, if there's five, I'm counting on six. And I am not really in the mood to go check out that area, right on the uh, path right (laughs) right behind it. Or Or imagine working at Delta Sonic. No, I was thinking (laughs) about that this morning. No, I'm the sprayer guy or uh, toweling the car down at the end. Find somebody else. Oh, my gosh. uh, I'm taking the month off. I, I need a clean sweep of this place. Run the... Which is amazing. Normally, you wouldn't think of that place that needs like a, a power washing because it gets one every two seconds. But right. I, I need someone to go in and check every pipe. Would you be? I, I'd be scared that one of the snakes were in the cooler that I opened to put, you know, 
Oh, right. The little cooler they have at yeah. the at the well, end. So now I would be. I, I this started as a Delta Sonic story, but these other snakes were found on a pathway near Delta Sonic. Yeah, which on their way would make me. Uh, you know, if I'm in the former Arby's there or working in one of these businesses that are right next to it. I'm opening boxes over a premiere. You know, I'm thinking twice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that is so creepy. It's, it's, a, it's a busy area. It's supposed to be Buffalo. Someone's oh, dropping yeah. snakes off, right? This is a setup. Well, I'm... Uh, I'm calling George Nori. I'm thinking, you know, here's my theory, that because uh, first they were found by the bike path, I'm, I'm assuming somebody ditched a whole them. bunch of snakes by that path. A couple slithered and found their way into Delta Sonic because those have been the most recently discovered. But we don't know how many snakes there are. Yeah, can you just come forward? Can we say we won't press charges? Can you just come forward and tell us how many snakes are out there yeah, we just, wink, so wink. we know? Right. Is this <laughs> yeah, over we or press not? Charges. Um, I, yeah, I want to know what happened. Is this somebody... As Gina said with us last week, if it's somebody you had a pet, these things can cost thousands of dollars. Right. So now we're talking about five, you know, ten grand, like, and you're just opening up the box. It's hard to imagine. Uh, what about it these uh, people who, you know, the climate people will glue their hand to a factory floor, the and the PETA people, right? They'll take pets from somewhere and set them off into the wild. I don't think the wild is Delta Sonic, but it might be to them. No, but I mean, I'll tell you, they get into the Boulevard Mall. It might be weeks till we find them. <laughs> or longer. <laughs> they got right? space to roam there. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Partly mostly sunny skies today. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 70s this afternoon. Tonight, partly cloudy and cool again. Overnight lows in the 50s. More clouds on Wednesday with a few showers developing. Highs in the mid 70s. Better chance for showers and storms on Thursday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Dr. Durand, I'm glad you could join us. I want to start with that recent eviction of migrants from the campus. Okay. How was that decision made? Okay, uh, Susan, if I can just make a correction, it wasn't an eviction. It was the end of an agreement. We had a we had a date that was the was understood from back in May to be the end of the agreement. We were being asked by Jericho Road, and we. Um, enthusiastically agreed to help them out for a short period when our campus was um, at its lowest uh, census, fewer students here, to help them um, house some clients until they could find some permanent housing for them. So it basically was not an eviction. It was just an end of an agreement. Is it your understanding, um, should it have been the assumption that this agreement was for the summer until the start of school and then it likely would not have been renewed because students are returning? That is exactly it. That is exactly what the original discussion was. Now, let me say, I was not the interim president then, but based on my research and what my... my um, uh, facilities and housing people have told me, and what I've, I've reviewed, that is the that was the agreement. All right, it's been well publicized that Dr. Myron Glick said over the weekend that 
the decision by Buffalo State was influenced by prejudice in the Buffalo community against asylum seekers. Do you take issue with that? You know, I don't take issue with that because I understand that Dr. Glick's passion and his um, tremendous support for this uh, community that needs an advocate. And so I just chalk it up to his passion. Um, I don't take offense at it. Um, I don't have issue with it. Everybody has their own opinion, and I believe that he was doing what he thought he should do to protect his clients. Is this something you can see happening again in the summer months uh, next you know, time the school year's done at Buffalo State? Is this something you would expect to happen, given the current situation, at more college campuses across the state during the summer? You know, I don't have any. I don't have any expectations or any clue about that. Um, you know, we are part of a state system, um, and um, there have been times when the state has asked us to do things uh, to help out. And of course, Buffalo State, being the um, community-focused campus that it is, you know, we're we're an urban-engaged campus. Um, if we could help, and if we are asked, and if it fits into the confines of our other priorities, um, we would really have to consider it. But I don't really have any idea of what would happen in the future. Do you have plans for the housing that they just moved out of? We are. Uh, we do have plans for the housing. Our enrollment is growing. Um, and what we are able to do um, is we are able to um, prepare that housing for students in the future. Those students, uh, many of them, moving in as soon as today and early this morning. I uh, guess as I drove in, <laughs> yeah. they're all lined up with their parents and their trucks and their microwaves and TVs and <laughs> and, 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 uh, and all their uh, uh, electronic equipment, I guess I'll call it. <laughs> yeah. Is it a little bit different this year? Um, you know, understanding you weren't in the same position in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, but just the feeling around uh, of students of people getting ready for the school year that, you know, it's finally maybe the start of the year where you're not looking at COVID concerns or anything like that. I mean, it truly does feel like you are back to normal. Well, I think we're back to a new normal. But I will say this is the very first year since COVID that we have no, um, I'm going to say rigid, for lack of a better word, COVID restrictions. Um, Our students um, seem to be more comfortable. They're happy to be back. Um, Many of our senior students and our graduate students, we hired to work in the dormitories and the residence halls to work with our students, and they've been on campus most of the summer getting ready. They're decorating their dorm halls. Um, As you know, this is the year of the solar eclipse. Well, next year will be the year of the solar eclipse. Uh, and Buffalo State will be hosting um, a large group of, of individuals in the city for that. Our theme, one of our themes is going to be the solar eclipse. So the students are, I walked through the dorms uh, a few weeks ago. They're decorating. They're getting program ready. Um, I met with my entire faculty yesterday, and they're energized, and they're ready to go. I mean, this is what we do. This, you, you, you know, we believe here at Buffalo State that we change lives. We bring our students in and, where, and meet them wherever they are, 
and they leave here hopefully much better prepared to be much better citizens and be able to take care of themselves, have a good living and a good life. I know there have been some enrollment changes over the last few years. Are you seeing an increase this year? What does it look like? And are you seeing any kind of an increase with Madai closed? Uh, well, yes, we've worked closely with Madai, as have other schools in the um, in the area, um, and we believe we have made um, significant in inroads with those students from Madai that match our curriculum. You know, we're only uh, we're only an exit away on on the on the thirty three from Madai, so students can stay in their own familiar area, you know, their own haunts where they, you know, where they live and work. Um, And so we have seen uh, some increase from that. But we've also seen just a general increase because I think students are now ready to come back into this, um, you know, um, environment out of COVID. You know, the comfort level is up. I walked around this morning and lots of people are still wearing masks, which is not mandatory, but we're happy to see that because that's them being safe on their own. Um, But it's just, it's a different feel because we, you know, we're feeling the resurge again of what the college and university should be. Well, thank you so much for the time this morning. Really do appreciate it. Buffalo State Interim President Bonnie Durand talking with us about the start of school and a whole host of other issues. Students moving back into Buff State today. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.